0: Welcome to a podcast. Really the quarantine. Uh, we got Mayhem. Is your, all I see is Chocolate Man on Preacher. It says the word, you, is that what you see Mayhem or do you see Preacher?
2: Chocolate Man. You see Chocolate Man, right? Well, if you see me and Chocolate Man, you're seeing the same thing. <laughs> i <on> Chocolate Man.
0: <laughs> uh, well, how are you guys doing Mayhem? Last time we talked to you, you were getting together a gang and you were gonna start pillaging people and taking over. You said you were really excited about this. About this. Uh, now you've all these, you know,
1: all, all these skills and you're ready to use them. Is that what's going on? Well, Yeah, I mean, you know, my apocalyptic skills are off the chain. However, uh, I recently learned from some of my intel on the street that they're rolling tanks through Huntington Beach. So, uh, I need to, like, talk to somebody, maybe that guy Ali Abziz or whatever his name is. Right, right, yeah. To maybe get me some type of uh, weapons of mass destruction. Yeah. And uh, basically, I'm just trying to get you guys all on the same CIA list that, that I'm on. And uh, that way, we, we can kind of disperse their, their action all around us. Because, you know, really, the shit's going down. Toilet paper is now a currency. And I got all the Diet Coke in the entire... Yeah. Uh, West Coast. Now, I mean, a lot of people told me that they're ready
0: to join your gang. Have you gotten, like, emails from people and tweets and texts and DMs?
1: Yeah, yeah, and actually carrier pigeons. Uh, that That's basically how we're doing things in the apocalyptic future. So, uh, you know, I, I'm glad that you guys are here. Uh, this is our, uh, our, our second meeting. Wait, why did you buy Coke, though?
2: Well,
1: I mean, I just, I was trying to, you know, I went there and all the hand sanitizer was gone, right? All the toilet paper was gone. And I was like, you know what? What are people going to want that they're not really thinking about? Diet Coke, baby. Everybody loves Diet Coke. Now I was telling Mayhem before that Preacher
0: Lawson, not only is he a great comedian, I mean, one of the best. I mean, literally one of the
2: best in the, in the Shut world. Shut up, man. What are you...
0: But <laughs> it, man. he's also life. a huge MMA fan. And oh, I love I, it,
2: man.
0: Now I feel like comedians are the, are like the coolest people in the room until fighters walk in. and then fighters are way cooler than comedians. Uh, Preacher, have you been a fan of mayhem for a while?
2: Yeah, I've been a huge fan since Bully Beatdown. It's, it's yeah. like super cool, man yeah've been I've been a huge fan, man. i watched I watch uh, a bunch of your fights, man. Yeah,' it's super cool. and I never was a cool person in the room, even when I was a comedian. <laughs> I was just in the room you know but uh yeah man that's how it works well to
0: last night i was on instagram live and preacher jumped on my instagram live and all of a sudden all these thirsty women hopped on and they were like preacher preacher oh my god you're so fine like i mean you get yeah. so how is the quarantine hitting you is it is it hard
2: is is the quarantine hitting me hard yeah I, I mean, I feel fine, man. I don't think it's, I, I feel fine. It's like a normal, it's like fine for me. I you just stay in the house.
0: You're not getting the ass, what I'm trying to say. I mean, normally you get ass.
2: Hey, man, I don't know what you're talking about. All right? I have no idea what you're talking about, man. <laughs> I don't know where you're getting these, these ideas from, but I like to work and be a good man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> listen man I know Adam always look just so you know I don't know if you listen to the podcast bro but if Adam doesn't ask somebody about their sexual habits in the first three minutes of talking to him like there must be something wrong okay he must yep. be he must have the coronavirus if he doesn't <laughs> ask if you're and, and the next Which question I do.
2: and he still the I ask, next
1: Question. So. the next question is do you do anal you don't have to answer but I'm oh, just telling yeah. you that's what Adam if Adam's gonna ask about ass play. I, I've, never,
0: I've never once asked about ass play, thank oh you. Oh my
1: God, you asked everybody. Remember that time you asked Kayla about if she liked ass play? I did not say that. You're the you one. fucking did, bro. The okay. judo
2: gold Bruh, medal I was... believe Mayhem because you have yes. done that to like people. Yeah, You've done it to me. This ain't the first time you try to be all weird. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 yeah. This, yeah, I'm funny. not surprised. But it's actually,
0: yeah, it's actually a rough night last night, Mayhem, because, uh, first of all, I haven't left the house in a week. I mean, I haven't left anything. My wife's been sick for five days with a fever, so we were worried. She called to get a test. They couldn't give her a test. She only has about 99, 100, but still, like, well, she, they say you might, you might, they told her, you might either have uh, a very low case of coronavirus or you're allergic to cats.
2: We're like, she don't got, uh, she, I'm here to allergic to cats. <laughs> she don't have it because you would have it.
0: Well, I could have it not show any symptoms. That's the that's the hard part. You could have it not even know it.
1: Nah, he, he couldn't get even get it. His wife never kisses him. That's that that's <laughs> true. Um, she hasn't kissed me this week. It's
0: been great, right? Anyway, so um, no, I'm kidding. But so last night, my dog who bit Mayhem three times also bit preacher. He
2: bit, bit my- you three times, bro. Dang.
0: He he actually deserved it though. He 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 threw fireworks at it. Um but it bit my baby it bit my kid man
1: what yeah so bro listen i told you i told you like two weeks ago if you would give me like 50 bucks i'd be happy to get rid of that dog <laughs> i don't want to get rid of the dog man let me just stomp him right and throw him in the river no game no. over no that's not how we do okay it. you know what how about you just give me a 100 bucks and i won't tell you how I murder your dog. Don't even say <laughs> that because my wife will somehow get you $100. And... <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm totally kidding, bro. You know, I, I don't have it in me to stop a, a chihuahua, even if it bit me in the face. Well, now it's living outside.
0: Cause I'm like, she wants, cause she wants to get rid of it. And I, no one's gonna take this dog. And it's, it, it's bitten everybody. So now I hear it outside, it kills me. But I got her to doghouse. So it's gonna live in a doghouse, uh, which you can live there too if you want.
2: Thanks, uh, bud. So, I'll be right over.
0: No problem. So yeah, so it's living outside. That that was the that was the sad part. And now maybe to be- have
2: a change of heart and it'll be like I don't want to bite people anymore. Now think about it. Uh, I got some fresh air and now I'm thinking about it. I don't want anybody to die. And what then goes. so uh, you're,
1: you're so you're saying the prison industrial complex works. Okay. <laughs> 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 what <laughs> happened to your hand? Me? Oh no, this is my kid's sock. Um oh, my bad. I thought you got bit in the fucking thumb and you were just hiding the lead.
0: No, and then and then today I'm walking with my kid and she wants to walk in the street and I'm like, no, you know, and then she's like, Yes. And so and I have to like take her. People think I'm like kidnapping a kid outside because she's crying and drawing a fucking tantrum.
2: Uh, Yo! How, how are you disciplined, preacher? How was I disciplined? Yeah. I just I got womans. Really? I got spankings. Yeah, hey, I got spankings growing up. My mom, she would do this thing, like, if I was acting up in church or something, and she'd be like, I'm a, you got to count the three. And if I did something, she'd just turn around and go, one. <laughs> so if I did something else, she'd turn around and go, two. So she gets the three, when I get home, we get a whooping. Really? She get, yeah, man. She gave me a whooping. She gave me a whooping in front of my class. I mean, I've gotten a whooping in church. I've been whooped by my teacher. This was back in the day when I guess teachers to whoop kids, though. So you can't do that now.
1: You have to go you with know, sure by him? Nah, you know, I, I was also abused as a child, and uh, it it really worked out differently for me. But I get it, you know, like it's uh I, I told I remember I told my probation officer, a black guy, I was like, he was like, Do you have a history? You know, he's gotta ask you these intake questions. He's like, uh, do you have a, a history of of uh, abuse as a child? And I was like Man, nah. and since it was a black guy, he was like, "Oh, you got whoopins?" I was like, yeah. <laughs> and, "And we had a weird bonding moment." Like, yeah, yeah, we standard. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, by funny. the way, what's
0: the story that CR wants to, us to tell on the podcast about Ryan's tooth?
1: Man, listen, that 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 story was nothing. Uh, well, I mean, all right, the story was. Uh, you don't want to tell it kind of not I mean it's kind of you know fuck it <laughs> I, I didn't really think about telling it to be honest with you because it's just such a I don't think there's really any funny part to the story it's one of those stories well, that I'll only sure you it. will think is funny
2: so I'll probably think it's funny too
1: well it's just like all right it's, it's the story of the time that Steven Seagal saved my life. It's already funny. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, look, uh, remember the guy that I was supposed to do a podcast with? And then he pulled a pistol on me, Adam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I what? told the guy, go ahead, shoot me in the face, right? Well, all right.
0: All right. Backstory. Mayhem meets a guy at a bar. Mayhem's drunk. Guy's drunk. The guy goes, let's do a podcast. He goes, yeah, I got the equipment, blah, blah, blah. The guy's drunk. He, he just meets Mayhem for the first time. Mayhem then shows up at five o'clock in the morning. The next morning, we're ready to do a podcast. Walks in the guy's house and starts recording. The, the guy runs downstairs and goes, why the fuck are you in my house? Pulls a gun on him. He goes, I was drunk and kidding. And he goes, shoot me. I'm not afraid to die. Okay, so here we are.
2: <laughs> totally Wow, man. Not even I was like, doctor. you know what's crazy? This is the funny thing is that when you were telling the story, he was like, remember that guy that said he wanted to do a podcast and pulled a gun out of me? I was like, what kind of cycle will pull out a gun on someone
3: after they asked to
2: podcast? And then yeah. you tell the story about yeah. him going in his house? <laughs> do you even know how to set up the equipment? That's impressive. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, so, all right. So... All right, so I didn't, I, we didn't do the podcast that day, right? But later, this dude comes to my house and's like, hey man, let's go do that podcast now. And I said, all right, I go to his house, right? Yeah. We Start doing the podcast, right? Uh, no, no, we start, we start, we start by drinking, okay? Yeah.
2: Oh, this is great.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just, you know, bear that in mind, okay? A lot of heavy, it was a bottle of rum, okay? So we're drinking like pirates, and we're doing our damn thing. And then, you know, I'm laughing and joking with this guy. And then suddenly, like, not in my forebrain, because that was all clouded with rum. In my rear brain, there was something that went, oh, shit, he's got a knife. He had a knife, comes up and tries to stab me in the heart, Okay. What? Yeah. I blocked it with my arm, Okay.
2: You blocked the knife stab with your arm? I blocked
1: the knife in my arm. The knife got stuck in my bone. During the podcast? During the podcast? Yes. (laughs) Wait, what is this? (laughs) Yes, this is the most extreme podcast that I ever filmed. So the so so the bone so the knife gets stuck in the in my in the bone in my arm, right? Yeah. (laughs) And I fucking uh I bust this maneuver that I learned from Steven Seagal and took the guy down to the ground. Like, you know, this outside sweep and slip him down to the ground, right? Yeah. Now, this guy is like 300 pounds, but like trained jiu-jitsu, muscly type dude. I throw him to the ground, and I say, fuck this, man. I I can get out of here because the damn, you know what I mean? I can outrun this guy any damn day of the week. So, I take off. This guy locked the door on me. So now I got Michael Myers coming, chasing me, and the door is locked. And so I'm, like, fumbling with the keys, you know what I mean? I mean, fumbling with the damn door lock. He stole the microphones? Still still the microphones with you? Yeah, or? the microphones are floating with us, you know what I mean? It's just, like, following us all around. <laughs> the guy stabbed me twice in the back, right? I fucking take him down uh, again and then knock all his teeth out wow yeah then, then what happened yeah then okay thank goodness somebody came somebody was there i didn't even know because i was doing the steven seagal you know in the movies where you turn a damn knife around on the guy i yeah. was in the middle of that of uh, you about to kill him yes i was thinking in my head i have to kill this guy right now and i was having this like more moral conundrum like Dude, this is life or death. I'm already he bleeding he everywhere. Was, he, he
0: was mad you came to his house. Yes. He fucking tricked you. Totally accepted setup. Tried to stab that, you. You defended
1: yourself. That, uh, that, dude was, that dude will, I mean, look, if that guy is out there, he'll probably, he'll, he'll murder somebody eventually because that, uh, hey, you're not going to take a shit. Are you there, Chuck? No, 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 no. <laughs> All right, good. Now, but, is uh, there
0: anybody who can hear this podcast? What's that? Anywhere we, we can hear the podcast?
1: Nah, I'm pretty sure that shit is like exhibit A. And the weird thing is, is that this guy like took me to court about that. What? Like, it was, yeah, he was like preemptively, because he thought I was going to sue him. But like the cops showed up and I didn't even rat on the guy. Like I was like, ah, you know what? That's fine. Like a crazy story? Stop fucking with that. God. God creature god damn it stop eating mango wow. jerky uh, so loudly at least be at least put yourself on mute <laughs>
4: but
2: how do you not <laughs> how do you not think this is a crazy story though bro that's insane that's, that's like, insane. like the one. That, that's like that's that is super crazy and listen that's the
1: one money you know but at the time when that was happening okay this is like the dark time purple mohawk mayhem where that that to me was like thursday like I, I, I was doing crazy shit like that every week. I've got a million stories like that. <laughs> that one is just one that somebody reminded me of. That's you know, insane, I, though.
0: I mean, a guy, I, know. I, mean had to, I can't believe you were able to see
1: Steven Seagal. How many times did you practice that Steven Seagal move? Never. Like, when I was, like, 17, it was, like, still, like, locked in my muscle memory. And in the moment that it had to, like, happen, I, like, used it. But it, it actually was, worked. It was, I can't believe it actually worked. It worked. worked. That's the crazy I would have died. I would have died if I didn't know how to do this block and, like, defense. You know, I, that's what I learned about a knife fight is that two things. One, I learned from uh, Jim Barney that if you're ever in a knife fight, you're supposed to slash, n- not stab. Because if you stab, you know, you could know, get caught in the bone, okay? The, the second one is, you know, these Steven Seagal, fight, the Steven Seagal moves work. And uh, you're definitely going to, but you're definitely going to take some damage. Like, that's, just the real, that's just the reality of the thing. In the movie, this motherfucker does it and doesn't even muss up his ponytail. But the reality is, is that, you know, you're just,
2: you're going to bleed. Well, what's crazy also is that most people think- Oh, I got to go. I got to go, guys. You got to leave? Oh. I got to ask a question. I got an AMA on, on Reddit. But uh well, we'll get the come fuck out of here. Do
1: it the same time.
2: Ah, uh, you know I what? I can't do that. No, no, we we got, no,
0: we got Michael Bisbing coming up, calling in right now, man. All right, I all can't. Right, I can't. All all right.
2: Right. But all right, talk to you later, bro.
0: Now, Mayhem, have you talked to Bisbing since the Ultimate Fighter? I no, I don't. I don't believe so. No. So you guys haven't talked since your fight.
1: Wow. No. Now, did you guys have any bad blood, or, or you're just all... like bubbling from this, huh? You're so excited about this right now. Of course, man. Well, you got I'm, this I'm weird... not...
4: well, because
0: it is him. a very huh? he, He's a nice guy, you know. Happens to be a real nice guy, his Uh Did you guys get along, or was it all fabricated? Was there ever like you guys really fought like that one time you got into each other's face? Was that like was, was was that real or no?
1: Yeah, I mean, look, man. I, I... see. I know you don't get it because you're just. Like, you're, you're, you're a comedian. So, like, you know, a lot of things, like, freak you out that, to me, wouldn't even, you know.
0: No, but I've been in the wrestling room. when People fucking go at it, almost wanted to fight each other. I've Listen, been,
1: middle school wrestling room is no, much different my, my
0: than personal the top college fighting in the I've gotten to fights with people and friends. I understand it's, like, part of the game. The cameras are there. But when you guys one time did kind of buff up to each other. I think you pushed him, right,
1: or he pushed you. I I don't know, but I, you know, I think a large part of that is that you're expected, and just like now, remember I told, remember we were talking about how the, uh, Tony Ferguson and Khabib kind of kind of deal where they're just running out of shit to make fun of each other about and like be mean to each other about. I think that when you're in the public eye like that, you're you're required to hype the fight, you know? And I think it's a very important part of the whole deal. Like, you have to hype the fight no matter what, no matter what your personal, you know, uh, what you really feel. You still got to hype it up. The cameras are there. The fans are expecting you guys to be aggressive to each other. So, yeah, you do it.
0: Did you guys... uh now you and Bisping though you always had like a mutual respect for him though right like like before you guys yeah.
1: you would never yeah fight. obviously no obviously yeah of course I respect the man's skills you know all the time like the, the whole time and and I knew that uh, you know he's one of uh, the best fighters in the world so you know the, that's the whole deal you know like uh, that you, you get in there you're supposed to compete against the best and yeah of course respect the guy.
0: Were you surprised by his uh, able to, because that first round when you got him down, I think you put in a body triangle, and you you were, you know, you won that first round. I mean, there wasn't, I don't think a judge could have given him the first round. Were you surprised he was able to kind of defend your jiu-jitsu?
1: Well, you know, I I think I've talked about it before, like where it was like a weird, bad night. Very weird. And uh, the first round was, you know, what I expected, and then I There was something wrong with me as the fight progressed, and I just couldn't get going. And I knew, I knew, going from round one to two that something was wrong with me, and I just couldn't get my shit together.
4: It was a five round. So I I knew
1: it was five round fight, and I already knew in the first round that something was off, and I didn't feel like myself. And you know, I like you know, I I knew I, I, I knew already. So I knew it was gonna be a rough next round. And then in between two and three, I was like, damn, this is gonna be a real bad one. And then I, I lost, like it was like one of those nights. you know.
0: Now uh, at that point, how are you trying to figure out, okay, I'm having a bad night. Like I'm looking at like maybe comedy wise, right? I'm on, I'm on stage, nobody's laughing. I'm like, fuck, I gotta do 40 more minutes. Everyone in the world's watching, biggest show. Am i are you thinking what tricks could I pull out of my fucking ass or sleeve to kind of win win this round or win this in ways where I don't have to expend a certain amount of energy and
1: well yeah, for sure but you know it's and sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't you know like if you have like some type of uh uh secret technique you know to to bust out, you'll try it, but you know th- those uh those low percentage techniques. Are the techniques that are low percentage for a reason, you know what right. I mean and uh, it, you know it's it's like if if you uh you know you, i've seen you I've seen you win an audience back, you know I guess that if that's the metaphor we're going with and uh and if you don't, if you pull out something big and you don't, man, you bomb even work but I'm saying as far as like okay. Uh, hold them up against the cage and
0: stall. Is there like tactics like that you could do where where you could have like I mean, at la- you know what I'm saying? Like Randy Coutureism and just push them against the like. Is there any type of that?
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah, I you know I mean there's a that's the beauty of our sport, dude. Like that there's a million different things that you can do, you know. But will they work on that night? Who knows? No, of course. Not.
2: Know?
1: Okay. Yo, man, I, my damn my phone is running out of batteries. Fuck. No, I got this. I got this. Every time
0: Bisman comes on, you run out of gas. What's going on here? <laughs> got me.
1: <laughs> we'll you, talk about something. Uh,
0: all right. Let's talk about, um, so uh, Michael Chiesa and Gilbert Burns have agreed to do a fight, uh, a main event fight. I guess now fighters are just agreeing to do main events, which is kind of cool. But um, now that's an interesting fight because... Uh, Michael Chiesa I feel like is a, a more well-rounded fighter where he's good at everything. He's good at wrestling. He's good at striking. He's good at jujitsu. Gilbert Burns is a specialist, specialist at jujitsu and he's, and he's getting better at striking. He obviously dropped Damian Maia. And he's, he's improved, but what would you rather be mayhem? Can you hear me? All right. Sometimes I wonder if you'd rather be the guy who's good at everything or who's great at one thing. Uh, So here we got Bisbig. the champ. Michael Bisbig is here. What's up, buddy? How you
3: doing? You hear me okay?
0: I can hear you great. Here with Jason Mayhem Miller.
3: What's up, Jay? What's up, Jay? How you doing, buddy? Good to see you, man. Good to see you. It's been a long time. Hasn't it? Oh, shit, dude. dude. (laughs) How's life?
1: It's all right, man. It's all right now. I'm doing pretty damn good. Good hey, good. hey, first off, bro, I wanna say big props on uh learning to speak like an American, it seems like <laughs> on the broadcast. And uh you and fantastic commentary. You know, I think it's uh between you and uh you and uh you know uh what the hell? what's my man's name? Uh you you're, Yeah, D C man. Oh my goodness. You guys do a fantastic job and it's great to have like two top fighters in the booth like who know what they're talking about you know and and uh can give some color and also like expert analysis like man i gotta tell you that's pretty damn good
3: i appreciate that jason really do you know it's funny when you say learning to speak like an american because i get so much shit off english people because you know you're right to a certain degree i have had to accentuate my words more like (laughs) an american even though when i said words right? Yeah. We don't say that and we say words, words, right, words. Um, but, I, you know, when I started working at Fox Sports, they were like, Mike, we like what you're saying Well, we think we like what you're saying but you're talking A, way too fast and B, we can't really understand yet, but they were willing to work with me. So, they, 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 you know, so they groomed me into this hybrid English slash American speaking fucker that you hear right now. But I appreciate that, buddy. Thank you very much. Jason,
0: did you, did you ever mock his uh, his speech
3: back in the day on the Ultimate Fighter?
1: Nah, like to be honest, like I, I kind of think that uh, the Queen's English kind of has like a cool vibe to it. I, I I can't do it, so you know, I get it.
3: No. Hey JC, can you believe that that was what? Almost 10 years ago now. Well, I mean, what a what a wild season of the Ultimate Fire that was. It was a lot of fun. It was the best. It, it was really like was. the best season. Yeah.
1: Yeah. As a between, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I can't I don't think anybody took like the television aspect as as seriously as we did. Like we like full on pranked each other. We full on took it to like, like a new like place in reality TV. And I don't think Anybody else has been there since,
3: you know? I know, I know. It, it was a lot of Some very, very good memories. Good memories, good times, and uh, yeah, nice. I was asking so- him, though, when you guys squared up in the house... Was that for show, or did you really want to fight each other? Uh, Listen, at the end of the day, Jason will probably say the same thing. We were both fighters, so we both, you know what I mean? We're both going to fight, so fuck it. You know, Why not jazz it up a little bit? But I got nothing personal against Jason. He's a great guy. I knew him before the show. Uh, I haven't seen him much lately, but I'm busy. I'm sure he is. But, uh, yeah, no real bad blood from me anyway other than – competitiveness you know other than wanting to win the fight that's about it like and any fight you want to win you don't want to get the shit kicked out of you on tv
0: right right no it was was great man and uh by the way speaking of tv congrats i saw triple x you were fantastic Uh, it
3: came out four years ago adam but still thanks hey
0: hey, man it's a fucking lonely quarantine yeah yeah uh, by the way how are you dealing with the quarantine
3: Bisbee? Well, I'm dealing great because pretty much our life is quarantine. My wife, like, she doesn't want innocent people to die, but she doesn't want quarantine to ever finish. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> she doesn't have to get out of bed and take the kids. She, she's not up at 6 a.m. You know, we just stock in the cupboards. We're drinking a lot of wine. You know, we, we're very lucky. We're blessed. We have a garage, but we've got some weights and stuff in there. So we're still working out. And, yeah, you know, I mean, listen – it sucks, but yeah, we're okay. But I was just, and sorry, I was late. I was just talking to one of my best friends in the world, Jacko. He lives out in Australia and he just FaceTimed me. We haven't spoken in a while. And every time he FaceTimes, I always like, dude, I'm busy. I'll call you back in a minute. And like, it, again, I said, I was working out and I'm like, dude, I promise I'll call you back in five minutes. He's like, oh, fuck you, man. He said, you always say that. I said, no, I'm working out. I'm almost done. So I had to call him back. So that's why I was late. And then when I spoke to him, I said, so you self quarantine? He's like, yeah, I am. But he lives by himself. You know what I mean? So for all those people out there that are having to do it by themselves, I mean, I, that, that, that my heart goes out to them because as I say, I'm lucky. I got a wife and three kids, you know what I mean? So, so we're here. We're, we're having a lot of fun. I'm driving them crazy. They hate me already. They really do. Cause I get out of bed. I have too much coffee. I'm fucking, I'm out of my mind. And they're like, dad, just fuck off. Okay, fuck off, leave me alone. But uh, I never leave him alone, but- Yeah, your son oh, heckled I- you on Twitter the other day. They heckled me all the time. I get zero respect. <laughs> you gotta
0: see, he was telling me, his little baby was like three years old, telling him, dad, you're gonna lose
3: your next fight. You're gonna yeah. lose, like, what, What? what fucking crazy. Again, Adam, that's a clip. I've been retired for two years. Adam's coming out with the old school references, but I like it. I like oh, it. Preacher's back. Preacher Lawson's here. Um, uh, amazing
0: comedian Michael Bisbing, Jason Mayhem Miller. Uh, How you doing,
2: Michael Bisbing? What's up, buddy? How are you? Man, now, I'm great. Man, it's so cool to hear from you. That's great. Now, that's I, gotta cool. I, you. To... I gotta ask you, Bisbing. So during
4: the
0: Ultimate Fighter, Mayhem said he was partying a lot. He was uh, in Vegas uh, having fun. Uh, not, no, not, no, he was, not you. He was saying he was going out, <laughs> strippers, marijuana. Were you
3: like, w- were you saying to yourself, like, man, he's not taking this fight seriously at all? No, listen, I was doing the same thing. I'm bloody, I, I wasn't fighting anytime soon. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, like, it's like when I fought GSP, and GSP was too much of a pussy to actually have a date lined up. And then, uh, so the fight had no date. You know what I mean? All I need is eight weeks to get ready for a fight, uh, and and then obviously I went out to that press conference. So I was still a little tipsy from the night before, and he was making a big deal out. Oh, are you intoxicated, Michael? And I was like, Yeah, fucking am. I mean, Baker's your pussy. Do you know what I mean? What else? I'm a grown man in Vegas, and I don't have a fight lined up. Yeah, I was partying a little bit. That's what you're supposed to do, you fucking nerd. By the way, I love George, and I respect George so much. So yeah, so yeah. To answer your question in a roundabout way, yes. Speaking of GSP,
0: both you guys fought
1: GSP. Mayhem, what was the hardest thing about fighting GSP for you? You Cutting weight, because I had to like do it all the way down at 170, and at the time, you know, I was like making a run. At one eighty five, all the time, and I was doing fine. But you know, Dana said the only way I could get in there is fight at one seventy. So I did what I had to do. You know what I mean? Uh, cut all the way down to one seventy, and that was like the roughest thing to do. You but know actually, what I mean? Being for me. in
0: there with him, like, was it his wrestling, his timing? His-
1: yeah, no, it's, yeah. You know, super. Uh, uh, you know, like uh, quick reaction time type dude. Like, uh, and and could adjust to any uh, thing. That's what made him such a dominant champion, right? Is like, is that he could adjust to whatever the fight required, you know?
3: Fizbing, you fighting about GSP, ESP, same? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it sounds like I'm making excuses, but for me, it was fighting with a broken rib, which happened the week before, and with one eye. You know, anytime you fight somebody with one eye, it's a little bit challenging. People used to say to me all the time, "How the fuck did you fight for so long with one eye?" And I always say, "With great fucking difficulty." You know, so when you combine all those things, and of course, he's one of the best who ever do it. Yeah, tough night at the office. So you hit the fact you had one eye every time you fought for, for, since two thousand and thirteen. Did you know uh, Mayhem he had one eye? Yeah, I don't understand that. Like, what? Wh- like. And this
1: kind of like makes me think like, uh, how the hell do you pass the damn physical? Yeah, you know, it's Don't like, friends, it. like-
3: Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't no, worry about it. Ask no questions. that makes me
1: ask this question. That makes me ask this question, Mike. But like, how, how much do you think that like, you know, your relationship with Dana White, because I know you guys have been like best buddies for like the longest time. How much do you think that that uh, helped your career?
3: No, 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 me and Dana had a good relationship. But I think what helped my career was winning fights. That was the first and foremost. That, that's what did it. You know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't have the most wins in the UFC at 1.4 because I was buddies with Dana White. Um, you know not you, you don't think that like, being friends with the promoter helps you in any way? Hey, didn't help me. Didn't help me. Didn't fucking, you know, winning fights. Winning fights is what did it for me, Jason. Any I way. think the promoter's
2: friends were whoever's winning yeah. <laughs> well,
3: yeah, exactly. That, that, exactly. <laughs> if, you, if you can't win fights, then uh, no, that's you know. true, that's absolutely true. See,
2: he seals names where he was never my friend, Names? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Did any
3: of your opponents know you had one eye? Uh, yeah, GSP at the end, he even said on the microphone, didn't he? He said, Uh, we, we know Michael, um, you know, didn't see too well out of their side. So we 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 target. Oh yeah, they target you. Fucking motherfucker. Oh. So oh well. Oh. oh good. Hey, listen. If I know someone's got an injury in a fight, it's all it's all you know. It's, it's all fair game. So go, God bless him. Good for him. You go, you guys actually have a lot of common opponents. You guys both fought Shao Sonnen, um, which I thought you won that fight, Bisbing. Yeah, well, what what are you gonna do? It was a close fight. Either way, it was a close fight. You know what I mean.
2: I thought you won too, but I was going for jail because I wanted to see Anderson Silva in and jail.
3: So Yeah, yeah. But that I'm was t- kind of it, it was one of those fights. You can't bitch about it. You know, he won one, I won one, and one round was debatable. Whatever it's like that, you can't be sore about it. He's Hey, fair play. It is what it is. It's a close fight, you know. Did you ever see the fight with
0: uh, mayhem and Chael, where the uh the cage fell in like <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah, I actually did it? No, that sounds like something I gotta see though. That's
1: some gangster ghetto back in the day, like uh, Indian casino. You know what I mean? Totally gangster fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they broke, broke the ring and then we, avoid, we just avoided the, that part of the ring for the rest of the fight.
3: Oh, I, I remember some of that stuff in England back in the day, like the early promotions, you know, cages falling apart. That definitely happened at one of the Cage Warriors events, yeah. Yeah, fun times. The early days of mixed martial arts were uh, – uh, yeah, they were just a wash of gangsters, drug dealers, thugs. You know, it was. Uh, there's gonna be a, a good film soon about the the early days of MMA because it is not the sport that it is now.
0: Yeah, I mean, may have had so. I mean, every time you tell a story, uh, like, uh, I mean, I was I was telling Bisbank at the comedy store how how Rampage was mad at you because when the cops were after you in the helicopter, you hit it in, in, in his hot tub. Mm. Because, that was the only place that you thought the cops wouldn't find you was in Rampage's hot tub. His hey, bathroom. and they didn't. <laughs> so uh, so uh, there you go. Um, you guys also both fought Tim Kennedy, TV uh, Dalloway. You guys had a lot of, like, ah. how pissed are you that fucking Vitor Belfort
3: was on 85 times the fucking testosterone. He kicks you in the head. I'm not, I I couldn't give a fuck about any of that, Adam. I couldn't give a fuck. You know, it is what it is. It's all water under the bridge. No hard feelings. You know, I mean, Vito Belfort's a piece of shit, but other than that. But I'm not, I'm not here to go through all that stuff. You know what I mean? I don't want to sit here and, yeah, go, yeah, you yeah. know, shit on them people, you know. Yeah. Uh, who do you think wins? Uh, Khabib or Ferguson. Ah, see, that's a tough fight. I don't know. I mean, when you look at Khabib, he's got the record, he's got the style that beats everybody, takes him down, controls him on the floor. But Tony's so unorthodox. I mean, if you look at the way that this guy trains, he's out of his mind. But I like it, you know, because whatever, breaking the mold of doing what everybody's doing, you know, I mean, that that, that will be beneficial. Uh, I don't know. How beneficial running along all those tires and all the crazy shit that he's doing will be? But we know he's got good jiu-jitsu. If Khabib takes him down, he could be in trouble there. We know we can slice people up with elbows and shit like that so he can work him off his back. I don't know. It's a great fight. I just hope it happens. Apparently, I heard today from Luis J. Gomez, actually, that Dana announced that they have a location in mind. Yeah, you uh, my, you? Guess, my guess is that it's going to be in Russia because Khabib's gone back to Russia. I hear that... Cases are not too high in Russia, and Russia's a big fucking country. I'm sure they can find some part, keep out all the, the, the you know, the, the, the general population, stick an Oxygen in there, and have Khabib and Tony. So that's my guess, but that is not based on any inside information. That's just me purely speculating and talking out of my ass.
1: Mayhem, your thoughts? Well, everybody is saying that it's like UAE. That's the big rumor that I keep hearing. And again, yeah, that's pulling – that's me pulling shit out of my ass because, I mean, I don't know. I, I think that uh, it's kind of one of those deals where the, all the governments are shutting everything down. So any type of meeting, you know, between just a few people is going to stop everything. So everyone's stopping the fight. I want to see the fight so bad. and We've been talking about it for five different times where it all drops out every damn time. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that Tony Ferguson has the best shot to beat to be as of any fighter that has. I think Justin best. Gaethje has the best shot. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I, you know, Gaethje, I, I haven't researched him quite enough, but I think that that Ali Aquinta fight kind of showcased a little bit of the game plan, the blueprint on how to beat Khabib. Yeah. And if you notice in other fights where Khabib gets tired and then has to use this, you know, sloppy stand-up of his, I, I feel like it really exposes the the part of his armor that's weak. And, you know, I I- agree. it's gonna, there's something that's gonna happen.
2: I agree, man. I think, I think that, uh, I mean, because Khabib hasn't really fought like a, a, a wrestler, wrestler. You know what I mean? He's fighting a lot of people that, like, can wrestle or they might have like a ground game with jiu-jitsu but I think Justin Gaethje he just pops back up and he's like a really good wrestler and he comes forward it's not less hard to take someone down going backwards I just think Justin Gaethje is a really good matchup but I think he's a bad matchup for Connor. so Connor's gonna beat Justin Gaethje and I just feel like Tony versus Khabib I mean I, I feel like I mean I don't know what's gonna win that I mean I guess you gotta go towards Khabib's side but Tony's totally so like unpredictable I don't really know
3: Yeah, you know, I I do agree with you there. I think just engaging would be a bad. I'm not saying he would beat Khabib. But I think his style definitely gives Khabib a lot of problems. And to your point just then, as well, about Connor versus Justin Gagey, I think uh, I want to see that fight for sure. But if you were to ask me which way I would lean, I'd, I'd probably lean towards Connor, to be honest, because yeah. Gagey, I'm a massive fan of the guy. I love the way he fights, but he's a little reckless on the feet and he does yeah. allow himself to get hit. He does take a lot yeah. of damage in his fights. And Connor fucking hits hard, you know, love him or hate him, controversial, whatever you say about the guy. Um uh, he's got power. He's got power, you know, and, and I don't think Gagey could stand there and take that amount of shots. And for just saying that, I feel bad for saying that to just Gagey because the guy's a fucking stud. You know, he knocked yeah. out Cerrone in one punch in his last fight. So that sounds disrespectful to just Gagey, and I'm not being disrespectful. I'm just we're shooting the shit on a podcast, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, no, yeah, I think-, think
1: you're right about that because Gagey's stand up is not is not as polished, you yeah. know and somebody like Connor, Connor just has this fantastic, awkward style of kicking and punching that will, yeah, it, I think it will make a short night for Gagey. I, you know, and you're right. Gagey, like, is to be respected, but at the same time, I, I don't think he's got the stand-up skills yet. And maybe during this downtime, he can work on that and bring it up, but maybe not to the level uh, of Connor McGregor.
2: I yeah, I don't it. think it's disrespectful. Saying that uh Gaethje has the best chance of beating Khabib. You know what I mean? Like that's the, he's a, that's that's a huge compliment. But I I I just feel
3: like his interest is not there. You is know what I mean? Has anybody
0: ever got mad at you for
3: picking against them? Uh me personally, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I guarantee there is. I mean, I did it for so long on Fox. I guarantee because it is hard, you know. Like uh I remember myself being in a locker room. Most of the time, you know, when 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 they started on Fox, prior to Fox, they didn't have the pre-fight shows, the post-fight shows. So when that started happening, I remember being in locker rooms, and they have a TV in there, and then they've got the three guys sitting in the nice suits in a nice comfy fucking studio, and they're all like, "Oh, I think such, a, oh, I think Brisbane's going to lose." And I remember seeing that in the locker room, thinking, "You son of a bitch!" I think it was. Anthony Pettis once it might have been Anthony. I remember thinking, "Oh, you little fuck! I'll catch up with you." But, but of course, you know you can't think like that because that's what we're getting paid to do. And a lot of the time, you know, it may be you know you are basing it on facts. You are trying to give a a pick. That is, you know, based on credits. But then sometimes, if you sometimes if you're friends with the guy, or you're friends with the trainer, or friends with the coach, you're like, "Fuck, I've got to pick this guy, even though I think it's wrong." Now, I'm not saying I've ever done that. I am purely credible. But some lesser, <laughs> lesser analysts, I've heard rumors that such a such a thing exists. Yeah, but back in the day, you didn't
0: give a fuck. I mean, you called Uriah Faber, Uriah favor, because you kept getting title shots. You, you called you made fun of all Team Alpha male. You got into a fight with Hector Lombard, a fight with Masvidal, like you just didn't give a shit. And then uh, it was hilarious. I, I fucking loved it. And everybody called you out. Every single fighter in the UFC in your weight class was like, I want Bisbee. You ever take that personally?
3: No, not really. I mean, I was, I mean, pretty much what you said there. <laughs> You know, granted, I was talking a lot of shit. But, you know, when when you're a fighter, I mean, I'm a different person these days. I'm not a fighter anymore, and I don't look at these people as competition. These days, I'm just trying to go about my life and give my family the best life that I can. Um, So I'm a different person. But back then, I look back and I think, wow, he was – oh, I can tell you, he was out of his fucking mind. That person doesn't really exist anymore. Just like I saw Mike Tyson recently. uh, He did some interview, and he was talking about – when he was younger, he was so ferocious and so mean and so scary. And he started crying uh, because that person doesn't exist anymore. Now, don't worry, I'm not going to start crying and going because that person doesn't exist. Because if I get a couple of beers down me, a couple of whiskeys and someone talks some shit, he's going to come out of retirement pretty quick. But generally, generally, yeah, I'm not that guy anymore. You know, the fighting's done, that's passed me by. I've got nothing to prove. I'm 41 years old, I'm getting old, my knees are fucked, I got one eye, I can hardly walk, you know what I mean? I'm not looking to pick fights anymore. I'm looking for an easy life. Mayhem, can you you, relate to that at all? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the whiskeys
1: and fucking beers, yeah, fucking fight everybody. <laughs> Get stabbed, fucking <laughs> knock the teeth out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, but yeah. also but, being the person that is, that isn't that same guy like that you used to be. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and what we were talking about with the uh, analysis, you know, every time I give a pick, you know, every time I talk about it on the show that I pick this guy or that guy, there there's that fighter in the back of my head that's like, Fuck you for fucking picking against me. You know, uh, I I play that in my head. It's totally, uh, it's something that you can't help it. If the guy picks against you, I know that, oh, now I'm not going to be friends with Khabib because I think Tony's going to win. There's some type of, like, political mindfuck that happens.
3: And at the end of the day as well, with MMA being, you know... I mean, come on, everyone's good. Everyone inside the top five of any weight division generally has the ability to beat anyone else. All right, Khabib, you know, there is some outliers, John Jones, Khabib, you know, people like that. But, you know, the top five are all very, very close. And on any given day, depending on what goes on in the training camp, their mental approach, maybe they have an injury, you know, us sitting there and dissecting it and making a pick, yeah, it's all well and good. And, and you can lean towards you know a correct pick but a lot of the time you don't know what's going to happen inside the octagon because mixed martial arts is so unpredictable one shot can change everything you go for a stupid fucking sacrifice move you go for an arm bar or something it was a bad move you end up on top all of a sudden the guy's on top of you elbowing your fucking head off so you know like Mike Tyson once again said everyone has a game plan until you get punched in the face then it all goes out the window
0: yeah that's that that, that's true Uh, but I mean uh now, was, was there any fight that you wish you could, like, could get back, uh, Bisping? Any fight that you like, oh,
3: fuck, I wish I would have done that or this or that? Uh, no, really. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, of course. You of course, got to No, again. This is, no, no this but this you got to let, <laughs> let me explain.
1: Let me explain, Mike. You know, Adam does this all the time. Like, no, I know. I know. I know. And he just thinks that, like, all of us fighters, that, like, we had a bad night, we had a bad fight, we wish we could, like, take the quantum leap time machine, go back and fix training camp. Sorry, Adam, life doesn't work that way. Yeah, bro. You've
0: never had a bad night, mayhem. Ever. Every night is a bad
1: night. Fucking like naked guy in church. Okay. Yeah, every, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, every night do. is a bad night. <laughs> and, and, and every every time I hang out with you is a bad day. Hey, listen, yeah, right. we're all human
3: we're human beings, we make a lot of mistakes. Generally, of I try and not make the same mistakes twice, but you know, no, none of us are perfect. We all do things we regret, and I think that's part of being a colourful character. If you play it safe too much, you know what I mean? Then, yeah, okay. You're not going to hit headlines. You're not going to have any controversy. But I guarantee you're also going to be very boring to hang out with. I don't want to hang out with them people. The guys are going to bed at nine o'clock every night doing their fucking homework being respectable you know I mean listen there's nothing wrong with being respectable I take that one back but you know the boring guys they're vanilla they're bland they don't say anything controversial nobody wants to hear those people that's why you've got me and Jason on the podcast right now and you haven't got I don't know Rory McDonald who's an awesome fighter and a very very nice guy but I guarantee one of the world's shittest podcast guests you could ever get. I <laughs> love Rory McDonald, by the way. Love the guy. But there you go. There's my personality. Once again, making an enemy of Rory McDonald when I really respect Rory McDonald, the Red King or whatever he calls himself. He's insane. Awesome.
0: That dude's crazy. He, he makes you guys look normal. I mean, that dude, he's next level. There's like crazy, and then there's Rory McDonald crazy. Like, he may have like, he may have dead bodies all in his backyard or something. Like, that dude, come on.
3: Yeah, no, uh, for sure. He's definitely uh, American psycho embodied.
0: Now, now, Mayhem's looking to get back into grappling, right? I know Chael Sonnen has submission grappling. What about you versus
3: Mayhem, uh, the rematch? See, this is, why, this is why I was hesitant to do this, because I knew that's what yeah. you were going to do. You were going to try and talk <laughs> no, I mean shit. I couldn't give a fuck. I moved on. <laughs> Me, personally, listen, <laughs> if I can get my knees fixed, I was supposed to have... I had a knee replacement on my left knee, total knee replacement, last October. And that was three months of the most miserable... Uh, months of my life it was so bad uh, and now my right knee that needs replacing as well so I can't do very much of anything right now I can't do jiu-jitsu I can't do shit I was supposed to have surgery last week but because I was commentating in Brazil with no crowd where uh, so now they won't let me in the hospital they won't let me near oh. the building I went to see the doctor to just get him to look at it and he's like Mike you can't even come in the building right now oh, so i have got to wait for some time to pass then they're gonna do an operation just to clean it up see You, doctor uh, yeah no it's dr mora no I'm uh, you're ducking mayhem right now is what you're trying to say i'm ducking e- mayhem i am e- ducking mayhem, sick. of course I hey, am. hey, I am. But look, man, but look- hey it's has roundabout excuse to say fuck that i don't want that smoke <laughs> dude by the way you did a great job you're my favorite
0: commentator but when you said give it up for rory mcdonald i mean you said give it up for whoever yeah
3: there was no crowd
0: that oh, was right. That was yeah hilarious. no i know wow,
3: I, I had to get one in there do you know what i mean i had I had to get one in there. I was like, come on, the people at home are almost going to kick out of this. You know? That was so, so funny, man. You do all these little like. <laughs> Make some noise. Good, good. And then fucking McMahon was there going, woo, woo. Oh, that was, oh, so it was cool. hilarious. No, and
2: sometimes, got, yeah. What were you saying, preacher? Well, I got a question. I just, who's, who's like, uh, like one of your favorite fighters that are like upcoming?
3: That's my question. Oh, is. God. Right. Damn, now. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're putting me on the spot right now. There's so many. The thing is, now there's so much talent on the UFC roster, and there is so many, but there's some real. I'll tell you who I like Cheeto Vera, Marlon Chito Vera. Yeah, that guy's. Is fucking awesome he's fantastic trains down with jason perillo as well so i'm a little biased there but i like the guy and what he's doing in the octagon is unbelievable but i mean that's one name that springs to mind but there is a lot of really good talent coming out right now i mean the thing is like guys like me and jason we were you know we were doing this you know in the early days i remember when i first started doing this like me and my buddies sitting around then my training partner is trying to develop ways to escape triangles and things like that. These days, it's all there, right? If you can't, you know, all you're going to do is look on YouTube and you'll find a million ways to escape a triangle or arm bars or grappling techniques. And there's books and there's instructionals, but you don't even need the books and instructionals. It's all on YouTube or these days yeah. on fucking Instagram. Do you know what Man, I mean? look, I, I
1: come from a time where, where it was like VHS tapes yeah. in somebody's garage. And they were, like, all bootleg and taped over a million times, Gracie in action type stuff. And it blows my mind. And I feel like we're going to have, in about, like, ten years from now, we're going to have a real big explosion in the sport where guys are doing, like, way different techniques because everybody's transferring things on Instagram videos. Everybody's watching YouTube where guys are just stay-at-home fighters that develop – Brand new stuff. It was really gonna change the sport.
3: Yeah. Hey guys, listen, I hate to be rude, but I've got a million things on today. Even though I'm self isolated and I'm quarantined, believe it or not, I've got people pulling at me, left, right, and center. I've got so I suck at like Administrative and clerical work, and I've got so much shit I need to do. Mm-hmm. And I promised them that today is the day. So I got to cut this short, Adam. You messaged me late no, last blood, night, Brilliant. and I would ne- I would, ne- I would never say no to you, Adam. I would Thank never say no because I got have a lot of respect. Jason, nice talking to you after all this time. A preacher, my man. For a guy that doesn't say anything, you know, you're meant to be a fucking comedian, bro. Bro, here's just next time you do a stand-up set, you got to talk. You got to say something. He was, he was you you top time. I'm listening to you, man. I can't listen to you. Give he me a member. joke. Say I something funny right now. Say something funny. He was okay, top five in America's Got you Talent. Know. He was number five. America's Got Talent, number five go, in the world. Well, make me laugh. Before I go, make me laugh. Go. I got <laughs> you. You want to hear a joke? How do you keep an idiot in suspense? Ah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't answer. <laughs> don't finish the line. right there. <laughs> <laughs> right on, guys. Hey, keep up the good work. Keep up <laughs> the good, keep Bisping, good work. Uh, you, hopefully, yeah. Uh, see you at the comedy store sometime. On oh, that note, yes. I do apologize. I have got to run. Thank you, Bisbing. See you guys. Take care. All, All right, the best. Brother. All right, now. Later, Jay. You. All the best, right buddy. Now. Good luck.
1: Likewise. God bless.
0: All right. So you got it. It's Bisbing versus Mayhem. Chael and Submission on the ground. Uh, it's it's going to happen.
1: Um, knee bars only. Knee, we're, gonna, we're going knee bars only. Yeah. Knee that bars. Awesome. That's weird. Did, hey, that's, that's, how, I knew you were going to be so weird, Adam. Jeez, was that weird? Bro. Was that yeah, weird? Totally. How, yeah, totally. I, I love you, though. Bro. It's like, it's just so weird, Adam. like, I can't, nobody can hate you, but we all want to. We all really want to. <laughs> I, I was trying to be
0: nice. I, was, I that was, you know,
1: you know who you are. You're like the autistic kid in class who wears a helmet so he doesn't punch himself in the face. And, and we, you know, but, but you're really smart. So we just like keep, let you keep hanging out because, well, he's really smart. What what, what? what did I say that was weird? Everything. It's all you do is be weird.
2: Preacher like, sure was like weird. Or not? Bro, you're super weird, but that's you all the time. So it's like oh, him so. saying you're being happy. No, no, we love you.
1: No, you (laughs) don't misunderstand. We love you, but just accept the fact that you're fucking weird. I think he knows it, though. I mean, coming from you, Mayhem, uh, a guy who
0: um, I I can't, I don't know what type of, the things that you told me that you do sexually uh, as far as uh, uh, with you know, bondage and hedonism and fingers in your butts. So uh, Hey, I'm not, you know what?
1: I've retired from all that. I'm like not uh, oh,
0: my, my wife says sounds like fun.
1: Uh, and like <laughs> I'm very vanilla these days. So tell your and, wife to back off. <laughs> tell my wife to back off. <laughs> tell your wife Yeah. Yeah. The uh, bondage gear is not what I'm doing. <laughs> So, uh,
0: what else we got going on? So, there's, there's still, by the way, like, where's the Weed going at?
1: on? There's what? nothing going on, bro. Yeah, there's
2: nothing I, going on, man. Everything is shut done. down.
1: Right. Yes. Yeah.
0: Listen up very important. With currently no NHL, MLB, or NBA, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online, still has hundreds of sports events and games to wager on. Or let them bring Vegas to you with their online casino and blackjack. All open 24 hours a day and all online, including their $750,000 poker series. If you're into props and entertainment betting, you can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the weather. Visit the website or use your mobile device and join us today to receive a 100% welcome bonus. With your first deposit, be sure to use promo code CLNS50. Bet online. Your online wagering experts. Well, there was a Muay Thai event in uh, Thailand that like half the country who is infected is because people who went went to that event.
1: Yeah, I I read about that. The Lumbini Stadium debacle. And if you, you know, if you ever been to Thailand, not exactly the cleanest place in the first place. It really looks like, I, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know if people realize this, but like the future is already here. And it's like in Southeast Asia and like Thailand is like kind of the gangster. I won't, I won't say ghetto part, but definitely a little rougher. And Singapore is like the New York type uh, of Southeast Asia. It's like real clean and they got everything on lockdown. But, but yeah, Thailand, yeah. I can imagine with the street food and with everybody like packed shoulder to shoulder that, yeah, everybody got that disease now.
2: How long were you? Wait, talking what's about? the next fight card? When's the next fight card? Uh
0: the next four are postponed. I think like San Diego in May, maybe. Or uh June, I think. It's just, uh if it's is
2: San Diego. I'm going.
0: Oh yeah, we're gonna go. Um now what I were mean, you in Thailand for, Jason?
1: Oh no, I I did commentary for Full Metal Dojo. It's like a really great uh fight promotion. It's like a strange, like kind of small, it's like Kind of a throwback, like they had crazy ass fights. You know, it's like two boy tie guys who really didn't know how to wrestle and doing MMA, which was fucking awesome. You think that's like garbage, but not, dude. It was awesome because like people were literally like doing like head and arm throws to each other. It was like back at UFC one, essentially. One guy knows how to wrestle, the other guy knows how to kickbox only. Yeah, Full Metal Dojo was a fun one. I and I hope to get back out there, but but with this quarantine thing happening, you know, the whole the whole world's wrecked. So we got Phil Baroni here, the oh. legend
0: Phil Baroni, uh, one of one of the best ever. I mean, uh, one of the original characters, the first first heel in MMA. I would say, right? We, we the first heel. Phil, can you see us? Oh yeah. What's up? Phil Barone's here. Oh, he's
1: bastard. <laughs> he, he... Yo, hey, look, I'd just like to point out that he popped his pets and <laughs> set, the, set the alarm off. Right. <laughs> I'm
0: so, right. so he's totally naked right now. Always. On, on... Oh, oh, right. So, Phil, you're in Albuquerque? Yeah. What are you doing? Now, last time we talked to you, you were in Thailand.
4: Yeah, I don't know how I got here
0: okay so
2: here, here's, here's oh that's crazy
0: okay so here's the hurricane okay, so Phil you were you were living in Stockton for a while
2: yeah
4: teaching,
0: teaching pro wrestling selling weed on a marijuana farm yeah right then you said fuck it I'm not going to Stockton I'm going to Thailand Yeah. then you took pictures of you with like 15 Thai girls every night uh who are those girls talk to me about that <laughs>
4: <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I, women of the night.
0: Women of the night, all right? Yeah. Now, 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 a lot of the comments saying some of them had dicks, but but none of them had
4: dicks, right? Well, as long as they dick dicky bigger than mine, it's not gay, the way you
2: know? As Well, so, as- listen,
1: I'm a straight man. If it gets my dick hard, it's a woman. <laughs> so, so then, you took,
0: Thai, then you, you took a Thai fight, right? So you had a fight in Thailand. You, four, were four, you were winning. Four, four
4: fights, four fights. The one that I saw, you were fucking this dude up. Yeah, this... they, they brought him in, they brought him in to elbow me. I, I knocked out four dudes, three dudes, and the fourth dude, they brought him in. He was little, but he was good at elbows, so he... Yeah, it looked like you outweighed him by 20-something pounds, but he hit you with a- gap. No, 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 I cut, I cut a lot of weight, man. Oh, okay, you had a fucking thing- It was, 170, I mean, it was at 170, you know, he, what? Your eye looked horrible. It was like, it was brutal. It was open. It was, <laughs> and, and then you
0: said you got, you thought you were getting paid lots of money, like millions of dollars, but it was like $18
4: because you didn't do the exchange rate. That yeah, right? I fucked up the exchange rate. I put one more zero in that bitch. So so, so you got paid $18. So I, bought, I, bought, I bought the guys around the beer and I was fucking broke. So I just do it again. <laughs> that's, what, that's what kept happening. <laughs> Mayhem, I, I don't make to laugh at this, but this is, uh, all right. So
0: then, uh, then you sent me an email saying, Hey man, I think I'm under attack. Uh, it's very dangerous. And I go, Are you okay? Uh, and then next thing I know, you're in Albuquerque. Uh, the email deleted. I was worried about you. And, I'm all right now. And, but then you posted a picture of you training at Greg Jackson's and you said you tapped everyone in practice. Well, that day I
4: did, yeah.
0: That day. But there was like 50 yeah. guys there, though.
4: I think. Yeah, John, yeah. yeah. I think that, even John Jones, he was in that picture as well. Yeah. I've there- so, been black belt jiu-jitsu for like 20 years
1: now, uh, pretty much. I mean, I, I don't know <laughs> if it was accredited. Like, I don't know who gave it to you, but undoubtedly, Phil Baroni is black belt in jiu-jitsu. Okay,
0: now, okay. Uh, so now and now you're in Albuquerque, and you still have the same dog.
4: Does this dog drop? No, you? I, I, I got to get I got to get him. So, uh, he's in L.A. right now. The dog's in L.A. with who? With, the, with, with my friend.
0: Oh, okay, dogs with your friend. So you're living in Albuquerque. Who are you living with? What are you doing? Are you looking for a fight? You were supposed to do bare-knuckle boxing as Bobby Gunn. My hot girlfriend. Sit down next
4: to me. Come on. No. <laughs> on, sit next no. to me. No. <laughs> That's right.
0: knows my style. Your Instagram live, you're almost always naked with a bottle covering your dick. Who, me and you, you. Oh, okay. Okay, you. And now, is that how you got this girl?
4: Yeah, she, yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> okay. That's so, how I'm keeping
4: her. That's yeah, how I'm keeping hey, her.
1: Phil, you, you know, you don't got to, like, answer, like, you're, uh, you know, you're, we're doing a deposition here. Like, uh, yeah, everything well, I, is, I, I, I don't I, know. I don't, right? <laughs> yeah, wait, wait. So, wait for the punchline for you two motherfuckers. So, wait. <laughs> Don't worry, with Adam, the punchline never comes. Never (laughs) comes, ever.
0: So, but now, you're always uh, attacking my wrestling and Mayhem's wrestling. Whenever I post a thing of like Mayhem taught kids today, I get nine out of, I get 10 people saying, great great job, amazing, great to see Mayhem healthy, and then you write, you don't know how to fucking wrestle, you suck, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> Phil. Why are you hating on a wrestling? That's funny. Just
4: joking. On <laughs> my wedding, what am day? I supposed to say? Good job. Good job. way to give back. No, fuck that. So. <laughs> dude, I, on my wedding day, I posted
0: a picture of me and my wife. Right, everyone's like, "Beautiful, great job, love you, heroes." You look soft. Do steroids with fucking emoji. <laughs> fucking, those emojis of like a needle. I'm like, thanks, dude. That's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, classic baroni
0: now so, baroni i did hear a rumor i forgot what fighter told me that you once got popped for steroids because you had a fake penis uh no. is this true did you ever have a fake penis
4: no
1: oh okay
0: because my man who was a uh, uh
1: caro said that say, no that was me dude i fucking had like six of those things I yeah was <laughs> Different shades, bro. I, I just kept uh, I kept selling those things, but I, I needed to keep one. I Accidentally kept the John Jones one. now where do you get the fake penises from? You make them. Okay. now, now and
0: they have urine in them? Like I don't understand where you get a fake penis to pee in a cup.
1: Yeah, bro. Were you pissed for me? I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. yeah.
0: So any, anything you want. Now you look good, Phil. Are you now?
4: You retired. Uh, you retired uh, six months ago. are You out of retirement? Yeah, I'm out of retirement. Okay. I, got a, I got a bare knuckle boxing fight coming up. Diego Alves in, uh, in uh, Miami. Wow, what is this? It's a good fight, it's a good fight. It's in eight weeks, whatever that is. I just, go by to, I count backwards, so I got about eight weeks. Eight weeks, now how are you training for this? My Jacksons, trainable uncle John.
0: Okay, bare knuckle. Now according to you, you said you
1: were 87 and one in street fights. I seen four of those, yeah. And no they were all wins. I haven't seen his loss. Where did you see his street fights? Bro, in Long Island, bro. This guy was just bashing everybody. Fucking I think he beat up a dude at Dunkin' Donuts.
4: <laughs>
0: no man, That's you fucking... said that you and you and Coleman, uh Coleman and Baroni came to train oh. with you guys, right?
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: And you kept getting them in a in a in a heel hook or something, right? Or knee bar.
1: Let me, let me before you butcher the story. All right, go ahead. And so, and so before, he get, before he tries to get you killed by Mark Coleman. I all right, know,
4: I know, I know. But, but look, Coleman. Well, Mark Coleman's like 70 now, so I think you have a good shot. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, this will be my only shot. I have, I have no I
1: shot. I have no shot. I have no shot. Yeah. You have no shot. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're going to get mauled. Right. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, Phil, okay, so Coleman was training for some fight. And so they, we started in kind of a leg lock position because he was fighting some guy who did leg locks. And the whole deal was that Coleman had to like escape the leg lock. Right. But you, I was really, at the time, I was just, I was one of the best leg lock guys in the business. And, and uh, Coleman was wearing shoes and he refused to take off the shoes. He said, no, I fight with my boots. And (laughs) (laughs) so, so, Baroni is coaching him because, as you, as we said, baroni's is a black belt jiu-jitsu for, like, 40 years now. Right, of course. I kept trying to leg lock. I kept getting Coleman in the leg lock, and he kept flipping out, getting so mad, right? Then, and the result... Goddamn, motherfucker, what the fuck? Turn <laughs> off, <a> bitch. <laughs> and then, yeah, because Baroni yells, like, no, turn away and jump. And, yeah, and... <laughs> and then Coleman gets in his face. They start screaming inches from each other's face, like da, 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 and like. Meanwhile, there's like a bunch of jiu-jitsu nerds in the gym shitting themselves. Right. Like I think someone called the cops, and, and I was just standing there inches away, laughing. Ha-ha.
0: Right. Okay. So that's what happened. So okay okay. Yeah,
1: okay.
0: okay. Got it. I like that story. It's a hilarious story. Now, how did you end up in, in, in Albuquerque, though? For real, Phil, tell us how
1: this happened. I told you. Oh, were you kidnapped? Yeah, my girlfriend kidnapped me. Yeah, yeah. he went he he went on blackpeoplemeet.com and ended up in Albuquerque. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now now last time I talked
0: to you, you were you were really into marijuana. You were getting high. Uh, have you I have the you, have I you the stopped? I wrote on. No, by the way, okay, so Baroni says, Hey, come to my wrestling match, right? So I go to his wrestling match. I think I went to go see Bonner, and they wouldn't let him wrestle they wouldn't let Phil wrestle, right? So he's like, hey, tell the promoter to let me, that you came to see Phil. So I go, it's on like, it's at midnight, downtown Vegas. So I'm like, hey, I came here to see Phil Baroni," And then I had everyone yelling "Baroni, Baroni." It was like, <laughs> it was like 20 people there, but like eight of us were yelling "Baroni," right? So they let him wrestle, right? So he wrestles in some tag team. He's got some girl with him who's his manager. They start making out in the, in the, in, in the crowd. He's not even fucking wrestling. like. like <laughs> So then he finally they finally tag him in. He goes, "Fuck you, motherfucker!" And just start fucking like, "Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you," and just clocking everybody. But he, you had great throws. Holy shit, your throws! You were the best throws there. You were yeah, fucking, you were launching people on their heads, man. Uh, nice. That was so entertaining. It was <laughs> so nice, entertaining. Nice, nice. <laughs> no problem. But the thing is, Beach he won't the nine reach, to five. But he was, the nine right? to five, like your gig, right? Yeah, but he exactly, <laughs> but he refuses to lose. This is what he does, right? He agrees to wrestle. I'm but then, if yeah, they that's talk, why I don't get
4: that many matches.
0: If they tell him you're gonna lose, he texts the person day of the match going, I don't lose, NYBA, New York badass. Like, and then doesn't show up. But th- that's not good business. You can't do
1: that
4: if you want to get work, no? Yeah, I'm not getting that much work, I know. <laughs> only get out <I'll>
1: the <laughs> I haven't been pro wrestling that much lately. Yeah, because you keep knocking one? out the fucking pro wrestlers, Phil. God damn it, Phil. Who's managing you right now? I, I don't. Are you doing that self-management a style? Party. You want to be my manager? <laughs> Deal. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just signed you to Mayhem Management.
0: He does manage right. fighters though, for real. He actually does manage do. fighters.
1: He, he does. Fuck. All right.
2: Dude. He he has to call up.
0: me. Dude, one of my favorite fights was the King of the Cage. Peroni it was like a year ago. Some fucking huge guy comes in, <laughs> he fucking knocks him out one punch, like eight seconds in. Everybody was there to see the other guy. Fucking. Boom. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they,
4: they, they brought me in to get beat. You Nobody know? thought I was fucking totally shot. They were all cheering for the dude, and then you know, I'm not that shot yet.
0: And then he just <laughs> fucking, and He starts flexing his fucking arms, making. I hated me. I,
4: th- I didn't think I was gonna get out of there. The cops had a fucking. Get me out of there! <laughs> Everyone was, <weird. laughs> Everyone was weird. The, the, the whole town was there to kill me. You know, I read the guy's whole uh, big They were uh, throwing beers at me this moment. <laughs> Ruins this moment. Now,
0: according to Tom Ryan, according to that, you didn't knock him out. So, according to him, he went to Hofstra, and he boxed.
4: Did I bring you to Hofstra, man? Was was I when I brought you to New York? Did we go wrestle at Hofstra? Yeah,
1: I believe so. It sounds familiar as fuck. What, what is I'm that? Sure. It's a really Did good go co-
4: I think I remember I was going to wrestling in college once in a while. I think I brought you there. Yeah, I
1: think, when I think you, he, you were yeah, you think you think with you there. there.
4: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he went there. Man, he went there. So what were you guys doing in Long Island together? Training for, uh, training for a UFC fight at a camp. Me, him, Jay Haran. Wow. Who else do we have? War Machine? Nah, he wasn't around yet. Uh, who was it? We have one more guy. So, you yeah, the
0: roster, right? So, Tom Ryan comes in. He's like the best coach in the world. He strains out the whole team, brings in Baroni. Haran brings in boxing gloves, right? And he, at the end of practice, he goes, Who wants to box? And the coach says, I'll box you. So, according to Baroni, he knocks out Tom Ryan, the coach, and then he gets cut from the team. But is. What
4: do you think happened? Is that, I don't, is that really what happened? Well, the next year I was on Central Michigan University. We were ranked number five in the nation. You know, well, a lot better than you know. I ended up there.
0: Wow, that's a, than, that's, a that's a crazy story. That is. Yeah, a crazy crazy. true.
4: I cannot tell a lie.
0: <laughs> I believe it. I, I believe it. I swear. I, swear. I swear, you've never lied to me once. You've never. Never lied
1: me
4: lie, once
0: in my life. I don't think. You've never ever lied to me.
1: Uh, ever. That, hey funny. Phil, I got a question. How how do you uh, how do you change up the training for the bare knuckle boxing? Like. You use you're, sixteen, or it's sixteen, pretty much. They this gym,
4: one day they use sixteen, and one day they use the little gloves. So I just go to the flow here, yeah, you know.
0: You you are not gonna get drunk with this one, right?
4: No, I'm gonna be sober. All right, the
0: last I, one. I haven't I have had, I haven't had a drink since. Wow, that's really good, man. He had yeah. a bare enough boxing, but he came and wasted, and <laughs> and then tried, and then tried to shoot three double legs. Yeah,
1: um, well, life is short. And then I, I I said, What did Coleman I wasn't do? trying to shoot double legs, but good. I said, Well, I said." No, what? I thought it. it wasn't
4: literally a double leg. If I was trying yeah. to shoot double legs, I would threw him on his head. Of course. Okay. And then yeah. I said,
0: I go, What did Coleman tell you? He was like, He's the one buying me the shots.
2: <laughs> Half <Have> house. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you may be one of the funniest people in the history of, uh, of fighting, one of the most entertaining, man.
4: Oh, like,
0: thank you. Legit. Like, I mean. Yeah. Funny
4: losses, right? I, I look good, get my ass at funny. No, no, no. no.
0: I, don't, I don't remember the losses. I remember you fucking putting a 30 piece combo against Dave Monet. Uh, and that was one of the best fights I've ever seen. I mean, that was, I don't think, I, in the history of fighting, I don't think I've ever seen anybody punch somebody as fast and as hard
4: as you did. Uh, that was pretty awesome. Is that what we were training for, mayhem? Is that what we were in New York at that time?
1: Yeah. I believe so.
4: You guys all walked me out for that one,
1: you? it's a fucking amazing night. You were in his corner <laughs> for that? <it? laughs> the best ever. Uh, you, were, you were in his corner for that? Yeah. Wow. Like yeah. walked him out, It's like a, a good man. Phil Barote is the best. No, the New Phil, York badass.
0: But Phil, when you fought lin and you said you were doing Hookers and Blow the whole week before in Vegas. I was so uh, Atlantic City. Oh, those are yeah. even worse hookers. Yeah. Um, may, may <laughs> <hit him. laughs> I need to blow. I need to blow. Jason, how come you didn't tell him maybe you shouldn't be doing hookers and blow for those fights?
4: Because he's just doing it with me.
1: <laughs> I cannot tell a lie. <laughs> you were in Atlantic City with him for those fights? Bro, listen Atlantic City has the fucking worst ladies of the night let me tell you there are, are there that's like the, the the level one scale uh, of those kind of ladies so uh, i i don't recommend uh w- one star would not recommend so you and Baroni were double teaming chicks in atlantic city no no single team single team get it straight okay but yeah <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> but and no and no rugby passes no handoffs no uh no uh, uh, Uncle Creepy jacking off in the hallway. That's not how we get down, all right? A straight Hammer House.
0: Oh, wow. No, were you a part of Hammer House, Jason? No, no I, was, I was, a fr- days, was a fringe
1: member. Those nights, those nights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those nights I was definitely a part of Team Hammer House. <laughs> Wait, you were fr- <laughs> you were a fringe member? Yeah, I was a fringe yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was more like Impact Wrench House. You know? I it was, was like, like the uh, Avengers would have, like, some people would show up once in a yeah. while.
0: They're like, who the fuck's that? Oh, that's yeah, somebody. yeah.
1: I, I was the Hawkeye
0: yeah. of Hammer
1: House. Yeah. <laughs> every, every once in a while, I would come in, shoot a ball at somebody. Save the day. Save yeah, the yeah. day. <laughs> now, did, did you stay with Baroni in Long Island? Yeah, yeah, I did. I, like, stuck in his basement like a damn hobbit. It was fucking weird. Was Barone, uh, was he living by, with his parents or who was he living with? Like, no. where, where do we do that training camp? At, at your parents' house, right? My mother's house. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I was living in Vegas. So we went there for some reason. Yeah.
4: So yeah.
2: Was,
1: <laughs> what was Baroni's mom like? Oh, she's great. She's very, uh, she's very Phil Barone-esque. Where <laughs> very uh, aggressive and uh, uh, funny and talkative for sure. She had, she had charisma. <laughs>
4: That is hilarious.
1: Yeah, I would book her. I would book her at a pro wrestling show, undoubtedly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I bet she would give good promos. Did she make good pasta? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that, too, yeah. But I also remember it being so cold for the training camp that we were running sprints outside and boogers were freezing to my face. It was fucking ridiculous. Now, and Barone, it was ice.
0: Barone had yeah. legendary gym power. Like, people said he, he doesn't know how to hold back. I can only imagine him back in those days training with him. Was it?
1: Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I've seen him knock dudes out in the room on multiple occasions. Ridiculous. Yeah. I was like, damn, we're running out of training partners for Phil.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, he knocked out Johnny Hendricks one time uh, at uh, Extreme Couture. They all came, and, like, it was Team Takedown came one day, and Randy forgot to say – you ever hear that story? Mayhem?
1: Team Takedown?
0: So, Team Takedown, Bader, Hendrix, yeah, I remember. all those guys. Randy forgot to say, hey, by the way, I invited Team Takedown today to stream a tour. So, these guys just show up, and they think their gym's being invaded. Like, all this like
4: Team they- Laid Out? Yeah. You no, know, somebody told me I should take this guy out, and I took him out. <laughs> I don't remember who told me. <laughs> so, somebody told me to take him out, and I took him out. Took wow. Him. That's...
0: That's crazy. And then I, I saw I saw a sparring of you and Chuck Liddell back in Chuck's prime. That was not that that was fucking crazy sparring sessions. You and Chuck.
4: Man was a part of those training sparring sessions too. We, we had some wars back in the day. You know, that, that, that's when uh we didn't know about head trauma so much. Wow. Yeah. It's weird that that like became like a thing. Like we would just yeah, we to be trying to knock the motherfucker out and get up. If you didn't fucking keep fighting, you're a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now it's
1: concussion protocol.
4: Don't I know. Put we... ice on your head for six weeks. Back then, you're a bitch. Get up. <laughs> yeah.
0: Look, look. There's there's uh, Maymay. Look, there's Maymay and Phil.
4: I mean, I I think I think it's I think it's fucking total fucking bullshit. All this stuff with this head trauma shit. I'm totally fine. Look at ma'am, We we're doing great. Bro, I am not totally
1: fine, bro. <laughs> dumb as an onion That's now, good. bro. you doing
4: great. <laughs> so you're totally
0: Thanks, bro. fine compared You got all to
4: your teeth. To...
0: <laughs> That's
1: true.
4: That's true. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I got to say, Phil, you always get hot chicks, though. You always uh, always get hot chicks. I can only imagine back in the day when uh, you were fighting Matt Lindland and he made that video about you. Uh, yeah. Give us that video. Where he's like wearing jean shorts and his modeling days and showing his bare ass and his fucking his cocks hanging out and like that that probably helped you though right I'm sure women loved you back then
4: yeah it helped me it helped me <laughs> I don't regret that
1: <laughs> awesome oh my goodness wait so yo know, you're fighting in eight weeks are you sure yeah. because Bro, the whole world is shut down, Phil. And it will shut down for only two weeks,
4: bro. I swear to God, I'm the. What is this shit called? SARS? What is this baby? <laughs> called <laughs> Corona. Corona, corona. Corona. Come here. Sit down. Hey, sit down. Hey, listen. I, got, I Listen. I had a fight with her. Listen. She she booked me a flight home from Thailand, so I had like a 20, 24 hour layover in China. So, so, so whatever, I was bringing some stuff back I shouldn't have been from Thailand. Anyway, so every once every fucking 10, 20 minutes some fucking Chinese security, whatever the fuck they were would come up to me, be looking at me, fuck with me. So I was like, God damn it. I'm texting, like, why the fuck did you leave me this fucking 20 hour over? I'm gonna get fucking pinched and I'm gonna end up in one of these fucking Chinese fucking prisons. I'm never gonna get out. But they were really looking for the, they were really looking for the fucking, all these motherfuckers with the SARS. What, what is it? They Corona. <laughs>
1: they were looking for all
4: these fucking, <laughs> they're, they're looking for, yo, and so they kept testing me, and they were like, where you going? And when I said America, every time they were like, okay, okay, you know? They wanted me to go back, they wanted me to have SARS. <laughs> they were, they were <laughs> So 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 when I got here, when, when I got here, I was sick. for how, how long was I sick? I was sick for like two weeks. I was sick. I, I fucking had star. I had Corona, t- t- didn't I? I definitely oh, fucking. No, that was in December. I definitely had Corona. And so, yeah, they didn't know. Nobody knew about it. I was the first motherfucker. They sent me back. You were <laughs> me. They, put a thermometer, <laughs> they put a thermometer in my mouth and everything at the airport. Really?
1: You the outbreak monkey. They just
4: put it in everyone's mouth. The China, don't give a fuck. Put your mouth. Put your mouth. <laughs> step. <laughs> you know, the is in people's mouths. And then they saw my passport and they're like, I'm from America, They will push me on the plane. Why are you
0: always getting um, thrown off airplanes? Remember you fought know. in the tag team wrestling in Japan with uh, what Dave, uh, what's his name? Oh, what
4: the f- yeah, I was fuck McCulley. Mc- oh, Justin McCulley? Did you yeah, hear about that? I was, fucking- I him. I was wasted on a plane. Wait, what? Let, they would let me fly time... back. I was too wasted. I wouldn't get off. I'm like, fuck, you, yeah, I'm not getting off. I was hammered. I just got done for wrestling. i never seen that Japanese guys are small. They did the most giant motherfucking Japanese cops ever at the airport to get me off this fucking plane. They were big as fuck. I didn't want to pull a bunner. I just went, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't understand. I just left. But then you get out. Out. But they told you it was fake wrestling. It was real, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. They were real hard in Japan. I never got brought back there, but I, I, I won. I didn't lose, I was supposed to lose. But the guy was going extra hard. He was going extra hard. He had me in the Campbell Clutch, and he was really trying to break my back, and I was screaming, Bacalli, 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 Bacalli went a fucking, help me, help me, you know? And he, he was listening to the rules, I was screaming, and he finally see I almost broke my back. They are going heart over it. You should be my new tag team partner, man. You have I
1: think <laughs> I will be, since we'll You're, never fucking awesome. lose.
4: Yeah, it's just like way better than just fighting shit. If we did this gimmick the whole the whole time, we'd have had way more fun. And be super rich right now. We're stupid uh-huh. doing fight shit. All right,
1: we'll, we'll have a conversation. I'll manage yeah. you for MMA,
4: and then we'll fucking talk about pro wrestling. Yeah, I'll, I'll train you pro wrestling. There's a gym out here, and uh, come out to Albuquerque. Now, how come this, right. how, how come
0: your your Facebook always says you're at like Las Vegas Hunks? Is that a male strip club or something? What what is that? I used to work. I used to work there.
4: I gotta get that off.
0: Oh, oh, yeah, because it always says you're there. It
4: says I'm there? Yeah, it always uh, says
0: that you're at the Las Vegas hunks. <laughs> I
4: don't know. I Do got work?
0: Yeah. Oh, we'll go to the bounce house. We'll go there in a little second. We'll go there in a
4: second. How good a shape. How good a shape I am I in? Oh, my God. Jeez, bro. Send me
1: some of those supplements, good lord. Picograms, baby, picograms. Man, you're taking <laughs> macrograms, it looks like. Those kids are fucking off the chain, Phil. You know, think of
4: <laughs> No, really, it's just the high altitude here in Albuquerque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's support what me. Bro, it's tight in Denver here. This is where I should have been, yeah. It's have high altitude. With
0: you uh, with John Jones at all?
4: Yeah, when he was getting ready, he was at the gym.
0: What was that like? He, what
4: do you mean?
0: Like, you and him training together. was it, was it like, oh, No, we never locked up. We never locked up.
4: He was getting ready for a fight.
0: Oh, okay. Got it. Got
4: I it. didn't want to hurt you know. Nobody wanted me to hurt him, you know?
0: Of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> now, what was like being the only white guy on a Jamaican male dancing strip team?
1: Well, it's great. <laughs> it's great. Wait, wait. What, what? Your Jamaican male strip team? I, Phil, you really got you got your fingers in a lot of pies. Excuse that was me before especially. I met you. That was before I met you.
4: Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I gotta tell you about that gimmick. I gotta tell you about that gimmick. That's a money maker. Wait, when all else no, fails, when, when all when all else fails, I me, mean you going to fucking Bermuda or Mexico? Bermuda, I think's good right now. Or or uh, Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez! All right, I'm into it. <laughs> I get. Trust me. Tell tell what it is. Oh, what is
1: this? Yeah, what, what, is, what are you right talking back. about, Adam? I get a
0: bottle. Okay, talk to talk. To, Bro,
1: he's hey, Phil, he's straight up doing he's got it, a like baby um, and shit. he's got a baby straight up on the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and then is look, he's got this, he's got this little dog, this little rat dog. It bit me in the fucking face one one three times. Okay, <laughs> the dog has bit everybody bit like everybody he knows, and the dog bit the baby. So I, I, he's like chasing this baby around so that the baby doesn't get bit by the dog. It, it's a it's a whole thing it's a with Adam. it it's a Chihuahua. Got to go. <laughs> I I know. I said drop kick that thing into the damn lake, but Drum he, he won't border. do it. Yeah, throw him over the border. <laughs> that's what, that's what I'm saying. But he just won't do it, man. He just won't do it. I like. Bro, it. how long have you What's been the, in the Albuquerque?
0: Animals, which is why I'm friends with you guys.
4: I've been here.
0: So, okay, so, so you got here so, since Christmas. Now, oh,
4: okay.
0: now, so, so Phil, uh, so mayhem. So, Phil also was a personal trainer, and he started, he was afraid that the girls wouldn't buy more sessions, so he would sleep with the girls, correct? Yes. And then the husbands would pay him to sleep with their wives. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, he's like
4: slinging that <laughs> good Indir- <stuff>. indirectly, Indirectly. <laughs> what do you mean? Indirectly. Oh, indirectly. indirectly personal training <laughs> oh so that was part of the training no they, they didn't know about that part of the training oh like they, oh she comes home she's so fucking happy after training with you she's in such a good mood keep going
1: yeah <laughs> secret cardio <laughs> i get it yeah yeah
0: then so then it's, it's a child as old as not. but then you said you would pay them not to shave after a while because that was what you were into you would give them discounts if they wouldn't shave me yeah no, the other fucking person I'm talking to. <laughs> <laughs>
4: no,
1: I my- don't know. <laughs> yeah, it could be me. It could be you. Yeah, Yeah, I, I might be into furry bushes. You never asked me about my proclivities. Are you into furry bushes? I think I'm starting to get into them right now, yeah. <laughs> I, I never really put it together, but yeah, that's a, that's a like, brilliant idea. Like during this podcast, you started to get into them? Yeah, like- I just I just decided, you know what? Just like... My new <laughs> fetish, my new fetish is uh, Corona masks and, uh, and Harry Bushes. Because I think that that's what really is, is the future for me. Uh,
2: <laughs>
0: now, <laughs> now, Phil, have you ever actually, it seems like you, even like when you talk shit, blah, 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 you end up liking your opponents. Uh, was there any anybody that you actually really hated? Like you and Frank Shamrock, did you guys ever make up?
4: I don't like him that much. That's the only one.
0: That's the only guy?
1: He's a douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. He just, oh, he just is yeah. a douchebag. Oh, I get it. I get it. Are you friends with Frank man? No. I mean, I, I don't even know the guy really, so I can't say anything good or bad. I mean, he does seem kind of douchey. Does he still have braces? No. That oh, was okay. after him fight. yeah. All right. So I think that takes his douche rating down a little bit for sure. <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It, it just seems like um, seems like an all right guy, but not not exactly the type to, you know, want to uh, have savage. a savage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Now, a dream fight that I
0: always wish happened never happened was Randleman versus Tito Ortiz. You train with yeah. both. Of them. Both of you guys train with both of those guys, right? Who would yeah. who, who would have won that fight?
1: It depends on when it happened. Yeah. Prime. You know. Like I think the, the like Primo Randleman versus uh, Primo Tito. I don't depends know. In Pride, in pride uh, or in,
4: in the ring or in the cage, it's like completely you know it depends where when. Yeah. It's a good uh, fight. Ring,
1: ring and cage are very different. Like people don't realize that. Like like fighting in the in the in the ring where you couldn't do elbows, and the ring brought a different type of takedown too. You have to you, have, you, to, you have to you
4: have to stand. You have to stand you have to stand in the ring, you know what I mean, and take open shots. There's no cage yeah. to push push guys against to pull their legs off. So there's a lot more. There's a lot more knockouts actually in the ring. Was a lot less wrestling. You can't so, hold I mean, guys. There's no wall installing. You always break on the ropes. So in a cage, you think
0: Kevin wins or Tito wins? Yeah.
4: Really Tito's best bad. chance would be in, in the cage, and, and and Kev's best. Yeah, just say that. Yeah, that's a good. Kev Kev wins in Pride. I think, I think, I think Kevin Wentz is, I think, I think he's a better athlete, better, better wrestler, bigger, stronger, faster. What was he like as a training partner for you? Animal, animal. animal. Never hurt you too, though. Ne- never hurt you, you know, animal, big, strong, you know, physical, but he won't hurt you, you know, safe, g- g- great training partner.
0: Super gentle. Yeah, okay? yeah.
4: And, and, and yeah, li- li- you know, livens up the room, you know, always, uh, you know, Break, breaks the tensions. You know, there's always a little bit of tension when different guys get together. There was no tension when you're training with him or when he was in the room with everybody.
0: Wow, that's cool. That's, just, that's really cool to hear. Who was the worst training party you ever had?
4: man out.
0: Now, Phil, I heard one time you were commenting on a war machine fight in the Midwest, and you didn't know that you were still mic'd. And you went into the bathroom and you said, I think this ring girl wants to fuck me. And you heard it over the telecast. Um, then, when you were interviewing people, you were saying, I was rooting for you, which is not what you're supposed to say as a commentator. Did this happen, or is this, just, is this all false, like someone made this up? Gazy? <laughs> yeah. Is it- it's,
4: probably, it's probably some truth to it. It's probably <laughs> some truth to it. I've taken many shits. and pisses when I'm supposed to be commentating, so it could have happened.
0: <laughs> so what, you got to get me that footage. Like that's gotta, I mean, that's got to be the best footage. If you have that footage, or if you can find it, please. Have you spoken okay. to uh, War Machine? Letter. Letter, yeah, yeah, He got married. Yeah, like, I know. How is it you guys are still single and this guy's fucking married in prison? <laughs>
1: We got options. <laughs> yeah, that's why he's married. <laughs> that's <a good> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How many girls wanted to marry you when you were in jail?
1: Multiple, like maybe four. I don't know why. I was really? like, "What are you guys doing?" Yeah, you guys are really scraping the bottom of the barrel. I felt pretty bad when I was locked up.
0: Wow, that's oh, that's crazy. So there are women that like that's that's like their fetish, just to marry. Yeah. You.
1: Oh yeah, because you can't go nowhere, so they know exactly <laughs> where you are. Uh, Wow. That's crazy. So Baroni, are you
0: training at all during this?
4: Yeah. Yeah. How? I mean, no, I mean, no,
0: no. What do you think? I think you look great. I do worry sometimes about how natural you are, uh, based on you telling me to do steroids
4: all the time. And then I've never like no, I, 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 I've never done steroids. I tell you to do steroids all the time. You've never you, done steroids? What do I say? If I was you,
0: to be <laughs> I gotta say, we went to a pool one time in be- Vegas, a topless pool. Um, me and Baroni, and I I'm not I don't look like I'm not in shape. I'm not in the worst shape. I'm in I'm in forty one year old, good shape for a forty one year old guy who's not a fighter. And Phil looked like a fucking Greek god, you know? And more people were looking at him than the topless chicks. Uh, so I, I gotta say there was it was pretty impressive i mean no well there.
1: they were probably looking at you too because you were wearing a yeah. shirt at a top of the pool it was
0: it was before and after like before and after like <laughs> yeah.
4: he's
1: the is, only guy
0: yeah <laughs> so anyway jason fucking last time you talked to phil you were in jail man you're a free man how fucking i know you congratulations man.
4: congratulations thanks, much better <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: you yeah, sound a a lot. Lot. better a lot. A lot. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> you sound so good i do i feel i feel a lot better you ever got a You, Phil? You, you should,
4: hey, I, I never been thought about it, dude, because so I need a tag team on it. You would be good at it, and you, you, you're already super famous, bro, so so I think it's no brainer, you go right to WWE. Seriously. I'll show sure you how to do it quick. No, serious, man. Oh, it
1: be easy. Well, damn, to, I guess yeah, it's super famous. The post-coronavirus, oh, I guess, uh, pro Wrestling Training
4: Camp. You hook, you hook back up with Ronda Rousey. Have you thought about it? Oh.
0: Oh, wait, What? So, oh, nothing, nothing, nothing. nothing, Oh, wow. I mean, have you, have you, have,
1: Jason, small have you world.
0: Just say that. Small have you, have you ever thought about going pro wrestling, Jason?
1: Oh, yeah. I, mean, I thought about it for sure. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I, I never had a buddy like Phil Baroni ask me to do it and now I'm like, you to need to a good take.
4: You need someone you, you got to travel around and go everywhere and, and fly. You need someone
1: that you can travel with. You know oh, what God.
4: I mean? Oh, God. You two would yeah, yeah. oh, my God.
1: It go crazy. A madman. Yeah.
4: It will be, be called
0: Triggered.
1: Okay. Shut the fuck up, Snowflake.
0: <laughs> that that could be your fucking thing. That could be your your, your catchphrase.
1: <laughs> oh, By the way, I
0: didn't, I didn't realize that guy that you were tag team partners with that day was a huge wrestler. I guess he was one of the Hart brothers or something, or
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: What was his name?
4: Ted Hart. Teddy fuck, Hart, right? Not, one of the, yeah, one of the Hearts.
0: But like, Brent, I
4: Brent Hart, yeah, W, yeah.
0: He's, like, a legend in, in, like, indie wrestling. They said he yeah. was, you know, he was, like, he was all about you, man. They, they all liked you. You could tell they all Thanks. liked you. Thanks. Uh, now, what happened to that, uh, that, that black woman that was your, your manager at the time?
4: That's, that's who I'm with now.
0: Oh, that's the woman? Oh, she's hot. That's the, I was yeah.
4: like, dude, he fucking makes out with her the whole time,
0: doesn't even wrestle. This guy's getting <laughs> out of him. He's getting lap dances in the crowd. He's giving her a lap dance. And his fucking opponents are getting the shit beaten out of him. That's his gimmick.
4: <laughs> that was the gimmick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my God. You guys should have kids. You guys would have fucking good looking kids. Probably. I don't know if, uh, you, uh, uh, but right now, you know that Baroni in college went to college to be a social
1: worker? <laughs> so a gu- a, yeah. a guidance counselor, a school guidance yeah. counselor. Yeah, I know. Why do you think he was always hanging out with me when I was real young? Can you imagine <laughs> him as a guidance Guiding counselor? me. Hey, Phil, uh, I'm not feeling like I'm getting picked on. Do fucking steroids, you pussy.
4: Here you fucking. Just fucking push-ups.
1: No. <laughs> He's still a guidance counselor. He's guiding you to do some juice.
4: <laughs> Trying to help you, bro. That's all you need. That's all I need. <laughs>
1: oh, hey, no, but meanwhile, okay, uh, Phil, this guy is over here doing testosterone replacement therapy. He's got like a pellet in his ass. He'll no, have
4: steroids. That's steroids. I know, that's steroids
1: so he, steroids. Know, he took your advice. He, he took your you, advice. Sir? Dude, I started, yeah,
4: I
0: started taking TRT. Mayhem it's says to me. <laughs>
4: it's TRT in your butt already. It's one big TRT
0: shot. So Mayhem says to me, get me a meeting with the guy. I get him a meeting. They tell him the price. He fucking hops out the window. And fucks yeah. down and runs away from the place. Like, yeah, this
1: guy, this guy's trying to sell me testosterone at like ten thousand percent markup. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here with this Hollywood bullshit.
4: Yeah, he's
2: like,
4: I know Who a guy. I, I, I know a guy who's an Albuquerque. Get him fifty bucks. I don't know, I
1: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Are you that uh, guy? <laughs> <laughs> that was the subtext, you dumb shit. Excuse me. Just yeah. be quiet. There. Just be quiet, Adam. Okay. God blood. Got it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Phil Barone, man. The legend. The legend. And don't worry about your losses, dude. You got in there, bro. You fucking fought That's everybody. True. Who gives a fuck? It's not about – look, you got to the highest level. Highest level, all right? To me, you're a legend.
1: So. Right. I think to everybody pretty much. I, I don't it think it's just to you. No, uh, Adam. Not, I
0: know, but he sometimes gets the hard on stuff. One time I hung out with him, he came to my show. It was him, his ex-wife, right, who's like straight out of like Jersey Shore, you know, like brunette, like thick accent. It was- uh, <laughs> From Texas. <laughs> What's name came, uh, it was, it was uh, Tommy Gunn, the male porn star, Tommy Gunn, who, who is exactly like him, but a male porn star. Like Italian, works on fucking cars, like fucking ripped. And then his girlfriend, who was, uh, who looks just like Paige Van Zandt, another porn star, right? It was like- Kat Dior. It, it, I forgot the girl's name. Kat Dior, Kat. No, it wasn't her, it was- uh,
4: what?
0: Fuck, I, it was, she's super hot, I forgot the girl's name. Um, uh, Jessa, Jessa Rose, right? And, we, and we're all out, and then I'm dating a, a former playmate. So we all go out for dinner, and him and Tommy Gunn, it's like seeing Bizarro Phil, they went to the same high school, <laughs> like they're like, they're like
4: <laughs> two years apart. <laughs> which no, that, that was like which path are you gonna go down? You know, there's one way in the road: porn, mode movies, or fuck cage fighting. You know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking crazy, fucking crazy. Well, listen, Phil, stay safe, stay quiet. okay? Yep. Uh, say hi to your beautiful girlfriend.
4: Okay. Uh, say hi, bye. baby. Hi.
0: Hi. Thanks. Uh, anything you want to say provide him to Phil Mayhem? Or anything?
1: Uh, hey, Phil, I'm gonna grab the number, bro. Bro uh, uh, wrestling
4: for sure, dude. There, there's a gym <laughs> out here. There's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a school with shows out here. By the Easy. way, oh Goal Vegas. We'll to Las
0: Vegas. By the way, AJ Agha's arm. So he did he did jail submission underground. And I whooped him his, like a bitch, didn't I? Yeah, he fucking beat AJ like off the couch. They went into overtime. And then it was like so. Hey, but I, beat him, I was beating like 20 to nothing. I took him down like 10 times. If it was Five a wrestling match, you definitely would have won. And a juicy match, you would have won point. But then, at, but then at the end, right, you like start in like an armbar. And he goes, dude, I've never done an armbar in my life. Right? Which is kind of fucking weird. That.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Why do I have to start an armbar? Yeah.
0: But how are you a black belt never did an armbar in your life? What? How are you a black belt never did an armbar in your life? In a fight. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. But then at the end, he grabs a mic. He goes, look. Look at this guy. and Look at me. Who's the real winner here? <laughs> and everybody <laughs>
1: went
0: <laughs> and <people laughs> crazy for
1: him. Nice. Yeah. That's a Phil Barone, all right?
0: <laughs> Yo, I'll be your manager of, like, your tag
4: team. You could be our pro wrestling manager. Oh, that would be <laughs> Well, <laughs> be I'm not so making out with Adam you definitely get, I could definitely get us booked in Vegas. That would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's fucking funny. It's easy, ma'am. It's fucking easy. Uh, it's they make you believe it's hard, but it's fucking easy. You know, what I mean, they tell it's hard. So you to you've like joined the school and go there forever. It's fucking retarded. It's like jujitsu. You can learn jujitsu. You know what I mean? It's like you start as a white belt, but it's fucking easy. I will teach you in a week.
2: I really
1: like what this quarantine is doing to us. It's getting us weirder. <laughs> 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 All right, take care, Phil. I'll talk to you soon.
4: See you later, All man. Right, see, you. see you, bro. All right.
0: That was Phil Baroni. How funny is that?
4: Guy,
0: man? Oh, he's still on here.
4: Oh, trying to, I'm trying to leave. I'm out of here. Bye.
1: Okay. <laughs> see you, bud. Oh, man, that was great. Yeah. Fucking weird. This, this has been the weirdest show. I, I can't believe that we're going to put this out on the ones and twos. It's just a weird-ass day. Uh, I mean, I, I haven't even left my couch. I haven't left my couch in a week, bro. So, what
0: do you think we should? Think we should do this more often? Like, like every day this
1: week? I mean, I don't think there's any other choice, really. All right. Like, I I like mean- let's exhaust. No, let's just exhaust uh, <laughs> the entire catalog of every guest that we can have. Right? Maybe take the show down to an hour. Nah, nah, two hours, and then we can chop up stuff. But yeah. I think maybe we need to do this. Like I, I think that uh, man that, this is weird. Yeah, uh, the quarantine Yeah, the quarantine has pushed us into a new creative space. Where where you know, we're, we're on this next level shit now.
0: But it's fun. Are you having fun?
1: No, oh, yeah, you.
0: I uh, think this is the this is the most fun I had in like in weeks. Uh Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I love talking to fighters with you guys, obviously with you, and you have history. I didn't realize you stayed with Baroni in Long Island. Oh, man, I would have loved to have footage of that.
1: Listen, that was a weird-ass time for sure, man. Like, it was bizarre. Yeah, and Phil did fucking beat up some dudes in the street a few times. Like, and I – yeah, it why? was like why, – But why were you guys in the street? Because fuck them. I don't know. What do you mean? We were on, like, the – he was in college bars or something? or No, no. We weren't going out. We were just like in training camp. But just, there's just some unchecked aggression going on in our training camp where everything was hype. And, yeah, Phil would just pop off on dudes. When he was younger. Like, lot- You're going up to random guys
0: in the street and beating them up? Or somebody? In
1: Dunkin' fucking donuts, bro. Take the guy and hockey fight. Pull his damn shirt over his head. Okay, I, so, so Phil. Okay, so you and you and Phil. Listen, are you're not gonna try to make me explain how how it happened, okay? Because I didn't know it was happening until my coffee almost got spilled, okay? So I just walked in and it was already over with. Phil had already right. beat the guy's ass. All right, so, but you know, here's, yeah, what, right, here's how I envision this is happening. All right, Phil's wearing a starter jacket.
0: It's like no. the '90s. You guys are at Dunkin' Donuts. He no. just he's out of college. He's a fucking you know, college wrestler, beast of a man. You're kind of a California or a kid, sort of, uh, you know. Back back then, you were probably coming up from uh, North Carolina, crazy military fucking psycho, with crazy jiu-jitsu. And you're at Dunkin' Donuts, and he's sitting there like, and some guy is like, and he goes, what are you looking at? And he goes, fuck you.
1: No, I, that's the thing is I didn't see. I, I like how you're envisioning this because it's probably uh, accurate, but I just walked in to get my coffee, and then it was already over with. The Phil guy was on the floor.
0: At, Fuck you. Phil pulls the guy's shirt over and starts pounding him. Yeah, yeah.
1: On fry style. And I, gra- and I grabbed Phil, like, no, bro, that's enough. And then we grabbed our fucking coolers and got out of it. And Phil was, like, laughing, like, let's get out of here, man. Ha. Well, he then- was still pissed, so there was no laughing yet. Yeah. He was still mad. I guess this guy stepped on his foot or something. I, I don't know. Whatever, bro. I, I- I like that thought experiment that you did. And I feel like this is one of the better shows that we've ever done. Yeah. Especially since I don't have to be in the same room as you. So, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's win win.
0: Well, listen, uh, thank you, ma'am. I'll see you tomorrow. Same time. All right. Same back time. Same yeah. back channel. You're the best. Take care, brother.
1: Traps All right, man. Trap, some trap, don't, do some trap, don't, do some trap. Two of to hook you la the door